Hello and welcome to Big Ideas Into Action. This is a special short edition of WRI's podcast. I'm Nicholas Walton. And five years ago, climate action took a big leap forward when the gavel came down on what we now know as the Paris Agreement. It was a great hill that we just climbed in Paris, but we knew that the hard work was still ahead. The agreement is about guiding countries to take climate action, helping them set their targets and then monitor them, even raise them, with the aim of keeping temperature rises below 2 degrees Celsius and ideally 1.5 degrees Celsius. It covers how countries should ratchet up their efforts over time, but five years on, is it effective? We have not achieved what we were hoping for yet, but we've made progress. So the Paris Agreement is now five years old and Yami Danier was there when it was adopted, representing WRI but also advising less developed countries. First question to her, what is so special about the Paris Agreement? The Paris Agreement may not be a perfect agreement and not the vaccine to solve all the issues intertwined with climate change, but it brings five fundamental things. It empowers countries to drive actions from within because it needs to be determined nationally, not just decided from top level UN. But to do that effectively, to make sure that this empowerment from within works, you know, countries also agreed on how to hold countries accountable to do this and, and to make sure that they do that in a transparent you know, manner. It really got countries to agree to measure, to report, to review their reports regularly every two years and have a compliance mechanism and to make sure that all countries were able to do that. The third thing is that it recognized that countries' pledges ahead of Paris were not enough to get us where we needed to be. So it decided to do three things. First, set up a vision of where we need to be by the middle of the centuries with three goals, limiting temperature increase to two and possibly 1.5, also strengthening the resilience you know, of our society with an adaptation goal, and also making sure that the financial flows are aligned with those goals. And in order to bring credibility, they wanted to bring also predictability and ask countries to be serious about it and come back to the table every five years with more ambitious actions. And to make sure that when they come back every five years, it's more ambitious, they did that third action, which is about taking stock collectively and based on science, based on equity, to be responsive to the socioeconomic and technological changes. And this is what we call this ratchet mechanism, the global stocktake. So you see, it's about action. It's about holding countries accountable, but also having the vision long-term and having at the heart an ambition mechanism to get to where we need to be. And you were there when it was all signed off. How did that feel like? It was this joy. We did it. It was so hard to get to where we needed to be, but to see that everybody were just feeling that in this agreement, there was a creation of abundance. It was not a zero-sum game. It was a win-win for everybody. Everybody could feel that there was enough to engage with solidarity and to really 
create a legacy for our future generation. I think it was also very, very special because as you remember, this meeting in Paris was preceded by horrific terrorist attacks in the city of Paris. You know, it required bravery, boldness, determination, defiance to really make sure that all head of states were gathering, giving the signals, hey, do not leave those two weeks. We're going to go ahead and get an agreement that bring us all together to resolve this issue. And what emerged from that fear, from the outrage, from the distress was hope, a sense of justice, a sense of solidarity, sympathy, and that legacy to our future generation. It was not easy. The years that preceded got us to raise from failure, you know, the failure of Copenhagen, change of mindset, making sure it was not just you do that because you have to know we all in this together. We need to win the narrative. We need to move us really together and to break away from that zero-sum game and create that sense of, you know, abundance for all. It was a great hill that we just climbed in Paris, but we knew that the hard work was still ahead. So we had to rest, we rejoiced. And then, you know, from the next cup, you know, we were already mobilized to move forward and to make this happen. So now after this great feeling of optimism and that you'd achieved something great, now you're looking back after five years, um, where are we now? Do you still have that sense of optimism? Have we achieved what you'd hoped? What, what are your feelings now? We have not achieved what we were hoping for yet, but we've made progress. And uh, during the five years, countries prepared their next pledge. They've been checking the feasibility of their commitments, testing their ability to implement them and explored ways to do better. We had, you know, this experience for the NDC partnership, helping countries really on the ground to make this happen. It was not easy. And doing that by bringing all people, you know, from the youth, from, you know, your legislators, from your line ministries, you know, all the sectors of the economy. This is, you know, what those five years have been used, you know, to. But in the meantime, also, negotiators came back to the table to agree on the rules on the game. You know, how we're going to cooperate, how we're going to appraise and account our efforts. We've been successful in agreeing most of the rules of the game, and that was an important milestone in 2018 in Katowice. But there's still some work to be done, and we hope that by COP26 we will finalize them. I would say that we kept momentum building and it was very important to maintain climate as a priority in the diplomacy agenda, in the development agenda, despite the withdrawal of the US, you know, that, you know, superpower that was so instrumental to also get us where we were, you know, with China. And what we've seen is that we are still in movement despite that withdrawal with the world of non-state actors, you know, how private sector, the private sector stepped in to have more than 1,000 companies pledging for science-based targets. States 
cities also shifting the youth you know movement you know emerging had never been you know so strong you know for probably half of a century what we've seen then from an ambition point of view is that vulnerable countries especially after the withdrawal of the US, let's charge, you know, no matter what, even if we have contributed the least, we are going to move charge, we're going to decarbonize. A number of G20 countries have come up, you know, we've seen signals from the EU, you know, on their NDCs, we, we, we've seen the signals from China, Japan, South Korea, claiming to be climate neutral by 2050 or 2060 in Colombia. So there's been progress. I think we are starting to be helpful, but, you know, those long-term signals need to be backed up with predictability. So we will continue to hold them accountable. The one thing that I would say where I'm more disappointing, where more work needs to happen is getting the finance behind, getting the, the, the investment flowing where it needs to really back up all those leadership. And that finance and solidarity has been affected by COVID. While COVID questioned the very way we, we are consuming and living, and we need to build back better, we need to make sure that we don't waste again this crisis, not repeat some mistakes, and do that with solidarity. And I hope that's going to be renewed and that we're going to go back on track to really get the means we need to achieve the Paris Agreement's goal. And that was Yamid Danier of WI's climate team, giving her personal account of the birth of the Paris Agreement five years ago. You can find plenty more from WI's climate programme on our website, wri.org. This has been the Big Ideas Into Action podcast. I'm Nicholas Walton, and thanks for listening. <laughs>